this podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous podcast. What's going on, bro? Can't call it, man. You know what I'm saying? Another day, another dollar. If people say sometimes a quarter of a nickel, whatever it is, <laughs> you know what I'm whatever you're making out there in these streets. But, but man, I'm, I'm doing all right, man. Had a, uh, you know, pretty busy day at work today, which was kind of trash because it's hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just getting prepared for, uh, you know, getting prepared for this funeral tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? We're going to, uh, they aren't the rest. So, okay. you know what I'm saying? Mixed emotions all over the place. But, you know what I'm saying? But the boy's doing all right, man. But how about yourself? Man, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing all right, man. I ain't going to lie to you. I, um, I've been dealing with this damn rain all day, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? We we just heard the thunder hit not too long before we start recording. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, this shit been it's been off and on all day, but it's like for some odd reason, bro, I ain't I ain't seen it like this in a in a minute. This is like real this storm weather, this real live storm weather, like cloud covering the sun and everything. Like it, it's dark over here right now, and it's only seven o'clock at night. And See, man. It don't get dark till like nine something. See, man, that's why I need to get my storm team together, man. Start storm no, chasing stop that. that. Stop <laughs> that. That's a dream you need to let go of, man. Let go of that shit. Man, why? Niggas don't chase storms, bro. <laughs> man, it went one black person in goddamn Twister, man. You want to know why? Because the storm <laughs> is the black person. <laughs> that's what uh, they didn't tell you about that movie. Oh man, oh man, that that was my shit. That was my shit. Yeah, but damn um, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, why the fuck? Why is that a thing? Like, who the fuck is out here chasing the tornado? Some shit that only. <laughs> never mind, bro. We ain't about to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just some stupid shit, man. Man, but, it's um, science, man. And you can study science from a lab, my nigga. <laughs> you can create a tornado in a funnel. You don't need to go outside to go get that motherfucker. Hey, I remember we used to do that in, in science class, man. Yeah, we you know what I'm saying? Get that little funnel thing and then you yeah. spin that bitch around. They got the little thing where you put the hot fan on top, put the, you know what I'm saying, the cold fan at the bottom, and then you'll be able to see the little, throw a little water in there. You'll be able to see the tornado. You ain't got to do all that shit. Go outside <laughs> chasing the fucking tornado. Um... Man, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's it's our cu- it's our new custom that we've been doing, man, trying to keep it going. Um, what's new, man? What you been watching? Um, you know what I'm saying? What's something that people can keep up with? Oh, man. Glad you asked that question. So, we got the second season to come out, man. They put out the first two episodes, man. Um, if you got Hulu, because you know Hulu got a little thing with FX. Mm-hmm. And so I got the first two episodes in today, man. Listen, oh man, <laughs> hey, this little Dicky, this motherfucker, it's fucking genius. He is a genius, man. And I'm gonna tell you somebody else that's a genius is uh Kevin Hart. 
You know, because yeah. so, Kevin Hart is a part of the, you know, it's a heartbeat mm-hmm. production. So he's seen the vision. Yeah, that, you know what I'm saying that that uh, little Dicky has, and like man, they they're not disappointing. Like yeah. that that first episode, and then what I like about it is like they they're they're showing Dicky's range because they are throwing like little drama shit in between. You know what I'm saying? So he's mm-hmm. like actually seriously acting. Like it ain't just yeah. like he just giving you all this funny shit. You know it's it's kind of like how the yeah, how the end of season one was, yeah, like because it got yeah. serious towards right. the end, and like the the first episode is the same way. Now don't get me wrong, he still has this his awkward little shit that's going on in between, but then there's always not always, but then there's also these serious moments that are put in there, and then like he's you know this season. I give I give a little bit. It's like now he's going through this this writer's block. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he's because like he's he's starting to blow up a little bit. He got you know record people talking to him and all this shit. And everybody's like, "Yo, when the album coming out?" And you know what I'm saying? And he's having you know some trouble getting you know what I'm saying some lyrics together. You know yeah. all that shit like that. So, but um, but yeah, man. Uh, if y'all got the time, you know if you got if you got uh Hulu. Like I said, FX got to deal with them. Uh, the two episodes are out now. First two episodes of season two of Dave, man. Everybody needs to go check that out. If you want, mm-hmm. if you want to laugh, like, dude, there's one part, man. Yo, can, can, I, can I say one thing, man? You know what I'm saying? Listen, this motherfucker's stupid. I don't know who came up with this idea. This motherfucker got an ant problem in his new house, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> This motherfucker, this motherfucker got uh. So I ain't gonna get into the details, but he had he has this uh, like this pocket pussy thing, right? And <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> and what he does, what do you? <laughs> What do you call those things that you put over your face and you watch like the video, like the virtual reality goggles? Yeah, the virtual reality. Thing. He watches his porn on that, right? <laughs> so, Good idea. So, so he put it on there, and he and he had the pussy thing like sitting down, mm-hmm. and like I said, he got an ant problem. <laughs> when he put he put the virtual thing open, and all the ants is all over the damn fucking pussy. <laughs> Oh no! That's all I'm gonna say. You gotta watch Damn. it to get the rest. Yo, oh, that's crazy. That shit is hilarious, but like, yeah, <laughs> these, I don't know how they come up with these ideas, man. I'm telling you, it is crazy as fuck. But yeah, yeah. Hey, watch Dave. That shit is hilarious. Yeah, man. Um, I am uh, watching the first season of C. Um, S E E. It's on Apple TV, uh, starring Jason Momoa, and this shit is amazing. First and foremost, I've had this Apple TV child. Uh, I'm sorry, I have had this Apple TV subscription for a full fucking year. Mm-hmm. Okay, never used it, not once. Never used it, not once. Mm-hmm. I finally get on this motherfucking because I, I forgot what I think it was. 
see the thing is that was talking about. I think Bridget Kelly was talking about it. And I just happened to, you know what I'm saying, be looking on Apple TV. Just, you know, I ain't had shit to do looking through my apps. I just happened to see the shit that she was talking about. So I'm like, man, let me check this out. They got a new season coming out. So, man, I get to watching this shit. I'm like, oh, this shit is wow. So basically, um, around the time that we living in now, I guess some stuff happened. It was like some kind of apocalyptic thing or whatever. And they basically live in, in a post-apocalyptic world. But the only catch is everybody's fucking blind. Mm-hmm. So this is like a hundred years into the future and nobody can see. So um somehow they, you know what I'm saying, like they finding their way to do everything. Like these motherfuckers is going to war. These motherfuckers done built cities, like they do they done did all this amazing shit, but they all blind. So um this this lady who is I, I believe Jason Momoa's wife, she ends up having kids. He saved her when she was pregnant. So she ends up going going into birth or whatever. And the kids that she have, they both can see. So like it goes from that and then it goes into like when they was like 12 or whatever. They dad, the actual dad is uh he's still well, he was still alive at the time. And him and Jason Momoa knew each other and shit like that. And then later on down the line, they like the next episode they go to when they're like seventeen and shit like that. So it's like it's it's kind of going through the timeline, but it's like the shit is crazy, bro. It's, it's so much shit going on, but it's amazing. Like all these motherfuckers is blind and they doing like all this regular shit. So it's just and it's like they don't need they ain't using like walking canes or nothing. Like these niggas is full fledged out here in the streets. Like going at each other, blind as fuck. So yeah, it's amazing. It's on Apple TV, man. It's called C. Y'all go check that out. That's what's up, man. I, I can tell you excited about this one, man, because you was mm-hmm. uh you was talking about it yesterday. Yeah, you man. I had to hit you up and tell you about this one. Yeah, man. But you also had another good pick, man. Like to the point where we had to put it on the list, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Man, that that, one, that, that one was that one was a mistake. To be honest with you. I came across that. <laughs> no, I came across that just getting on the app. I didn't know what the fuck it was. I just touched it on accident and it started playing. I was like, well, let me see what it is before I, you know what I'm saying, exit out. And I just got, uh, it, it, it brought me in. I was like, oh, yeah, this shit is good. So, yeah. Listen, you told me about that shit on a Friday. Mm-hmm. I watched all 10 episodes before Monday. Yeah, that shit was fire. Yeah, I took that whole weekend and watched the whole thing, man. So that was that was a dope pick by you, man. Dope pick Appreciate by it, you. man. Yeah, man. We got a uh, classic. Damn, we got a classic, man. And we and, and you know we haven't done anything like this. Yeah, uh, that's true. But this is seventy nine, I believe. Mm-hmm. And we haven't done anything up this alley. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting. This is going to be fun, man. It's going to be great to do this one, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you introduce it, man. Okay. So um, first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? Like we said, this is a classic. Came out in 1993. Um, this is probably one of those movies that no matter what goes on, if you were born – Anywhere between 1980 and 1990, um, this movie 
definitely is in your repertoire as one of the greatest movies of all time. So um, the movie I'm talking about, of course, is The Sandlot, man. Um, this is one of those movies that everybody grew up and seen. You know what I'm saying? I think this actually made a lot of kids want to play baseball. Um, it definitely wanted, you know what I'm saying? It definitely uh, helped me want to play baseball. Um, but it's about a group of kids in a neighborhood who are very avid baseball players. Um, but they never get, they never had a chance to like make the, you know, send a local baseball team or whatever, but they play, uh, in an old dusty trotting down field. That's basically full of sand, hence the term sandlot. Um, and then next door to the, um, field is basically a junkyard. And it just basically goes on to talk about how, you know what I'm saying, they create a friendship and a camaraderie through baseball, through, you know what I'm saying, growing up in the 60s and shit like that. So, um, man, where do we start? Where do we start? Oh, man, where do we start? We start with the move first, right? Yeah, yeah, you got to start with the move. You got to start with the move. move. Um, You know, we, I'm calling them Smalls, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but of course. It's, it's only right to you know call them Smalls. smalls. You're killing so, me, so, Smalls. So Smalls' uh, mom moved to this new neighborhood with her new husband. Uh, mm-hmm. His father passed away, so his uh, his uh, stepdad, you know, he they got this funny relationship where they're not close and they still kind of learning each other. And his dad's a, stepdad's a huge uh, baseball fan. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So moved to the neighborhood and his mom Obviously, he's a smart kid. You can tell, mm-hmm. like, he was into, like, building, like, mechanical things. Uh, You know, he, he seemed like he was, like, the dude that always got an A in science. Well, he got an A in right. everything. Um, But, like, you know, very smart kid. But sports-wise, nothing. Like, he, yeah. he, you know. So his mom is like, yo, you need to go make friends. No, no, no. All this type of shit. So <laughs> he... He finds he finds the well, he finds the sandlot by mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes out there. They ask him, "Do you want to play?" He said, "Yeah." <laughs> Benny hits the ball and comes to him. Well, actually, the ball like came towards him. They asked him to throw it back, and he go to throw it back. Yo, horrible throw. No Hor- form. It's horrible. The word like no form. Wrist flimsy. <laughs> he ain't even he ain't even step into his throw. Hey, that ball probably traveled two yards. That ball didn't even travel that. That ball fell right at his feet. That boy was horrible. <laughs> so everybody drops on the ground and laughs at him, man. Laughs at him. And so he runs home and he says his life is over. Dramatically says his life is over. So he goes just like the then, nerd he was. Yeah. <laughs> so like basically, and, and this is the part that tripped me out because I was trying to figure because I watched it uh, two days ago, mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure out which which event came first because I had to mention this. So <laughs> so his stepdad, so his mom, his mom is like, "Why don't you just ask him? Just you know, just ask him." So he was like, you know, hey, you remember when you told me, uh, you know, and, and I love the way he asked questions. He's so unsure about everything. Mm-hmm. 
So he was like, yeah, you remember when you told me that, you know, you have to do it right now, but, you know, but, you know, if you could, you know, teach me how to play catch. He was like, yeah, you know, I told you I was going to do it, but I'm a little busy right now. Mom, strong on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you could take 30 minutes. So he was like, all right, fuck it, let's go. They go outside. Keep your eye on the ball. Eye on the ball. Throws it. No catch. <laughs> so then, no, no, no. So he misses, he, he misses it. And then he remembers because he did his little, his little form and he was like, nah. He just fucking runs up to his stepdad, put the ball in the glove, and then goes back. And I was like, yo, <laughs> it's called playing catch. <laughs> so you telling me you're the only one going to catch? you going to keep running and giving him the ball? Yo, that shit was funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, so. It it is horrible. It's horrible, especially for baseball people like you. So mm-hmm. then, you know, throws it again. He drops it. Then he tells him, "Throw it back." This motherfucker rolls the ball. <laughs> so he rolls the ball back to him. Yeah. Keep the eye on the ball. Keep the eye on the ball. And then that's where you get the ping. Right. Hey, in the Power right, right in the kitchen. But the, the all time <laughs> part, though, he said, Hey, at least he caught it this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, yo, this shit is wild. Benny, okay, we got to get into Benny, man. That nigga was, was a grown ass man. Come on, baby, he wasn't a grown man. Benny was <laughs> a grown ass man, bro. <laughs> Benny, man, Benny was one of those dudes where. He didn't realize at the time. I, I think he knew that out of all of his friends that he was the best player. Mm-hmm. But I think that the way the way he viewed life, like he didn't view himself like as a superstar. Right. But like he viewed himself as just a dude that just loved to play baseball. And the reason I was like, yo, we got to get into Benny because if it wasn't for Benny – if a way that he thinks, because like he saw him, he was like, Yo, won't you come out and come play with us? He was like, Nah, I'm good. He was like, Uh, you know, like, you know, come play. Nah, nah, nah. And he's like, Look, my glove is broken. So there, I can't go. Mm-hmm. Then he pulls out his back here. There's a glove right here. And so, <laughs> and so then, this is, this is, this is when you know you got a great friend. Because that hat that my boy had on, man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> the brim on that hat, but <laughs> that hat was crazy. And so they go out, they play, whatever, go back. And then Benny's like, Do you got another hat? He was like, No, this is the only hat I got. He was like, Here, wear this one. So Benny gives him a glove and a hat. Yo, I'm telling you, those are the type of people you need in your life. Facts. Benny. Benny, Benny, Benny was the man because Benny didn't look at he didn't look at him as the little nerdy kid that he was, but he just kind of because even that, even in that scene where when the dudes that he used to play with on mm-hmm. the organized team rolled up on him, he was like, "Yo, can't nobody play with you like <laughs> like everybody else here is trash," and it's like so everybody like in the neighborhood knew. Like how good Benny was, but you know what I'm saying. But I know what you're saying. But at the same time, 
he was a very mature kid for his age. <laughs> mature kid. That nigga man, was he grown. wasn't grown, man. <laughs> that was a grown ass man, bro. He was not a grown ass man, man. He was just more Fam, mature than everybody this else. Nigga, no, this nigga, first and foremost, let's let's talk about it. Okay. He was taller than everybody. Man, I was taller than everybody. No, nah, you gotta listen. He was he advanced wasn't even the word. He was years ahead of these niggas playing baseball. <laughs> this nigga was this nigga was in high school and they had to be in middle school. They was either late, they at least they at the least they was in sixth grade. This nigga had to be a sophomore. Man, listen. I'm telling you, bro, this nigga was a grown ass man, bro. Man, how many times do we got, I got to tell you? I have been the same height since seventh grade, my guy. Nah, I'm not. We can lead a height out of it. I'm just talking about his skills. Did you see this nigga playing, bro? This nigga was hitting home runs, bro. <laughs> Easy, he was hitting dude. home runs, bro. I'm talking about smacking them motherfuckers out the field. And it wasn't even like it wasn't like he threw it and it was a strike and he was like, ah, he you know what I'm saying he gripped his back. Nah, he threw it was a strike. He was like, oh, that's how we playing. Okay, let me turn up on this little nigga. He threw it again. Pow! He smacked that motherfucker. He just running around the block. They gotta go buy a new ball. Man, you only saying that because he busted the guts out of the one ball, man. <laughs> Right, you gotta man. make that face, but I wish Come people on, could have seen that face you just made. Come on, bro. Where did they get the chew from? Well, the one kid had man, he he stole that from his dad, boy. That was a bad idea. Whose idea was it? Oh man, it was the one kid with the glasses. Benny's. No, it wasn't. They ain't show you. It was always Benny's. No, it <laughs> Benny was, was not. Like, man. Benny was like, if you want to be big and strong like me. Get some chew. Oh, your dad got no. some? Hey, man, no. go get that from your dad. He was a bad influence. You know what I'm saying? This nigga was... First and foremost, let's have this conversation real quick. PF Flyers. Okay. Okay. This nigga had Converse's on. Why did he need PF Flyers? I think the... I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why he needed the PF Flyers. You feel me? Like, that shit pissed me off. I'm like, my nigga, you got Converse's on. Why are you going to get PF Flyers? That let me also know that he wasn't as cool as he thought he was. That's how I knew he was grown. He was not grown, man. <laughs> yes, he was, no, bro. That no, nigga, he wasn't. That nigga had to be, that nigga, he was at least about 15, 16. Man, look, he just hit his growth spurt for everybody else, man. Man, ain't no way, be- bro. Because then, but anyway, it was the I think the the person that made the idea was um uh, I think it was Grover. Because yeah, it was it was Grover. It was Grover. But this That's is my glasses, one thing, right? Yeah, and this yeah. is my one thing about that scene though. Everybody threw up on the ride except mm-hmm. for Bibby. Because he's a grown ass <laughs> man. <laughs> Hey, I didn't notice that. Nah, I'm going to tell you what it was, though. I'm going to tell you what it was. Benny didn't take a big-ass piece, though. If you pay attention to what Benny took a little bit, he ain't take a whole lot. Everybody else, they was taking handfuls of that shit. Like, that shit was big league, too. Like, my nigga, come on, bro. Yeah. 
They had their jaws like this. I'm like, bro, there's no way y'all little <laughs> niggas can take all that tobacco, bro. Like, there's no way, bro. And then I'm telling you, nobody spit nothing. Mm-mm. The reason they threw up because they were swallowing the damn shit. You're supposed to spit it out. You're yeah. supposed to swallow. No, the reason the reason they threw up because they got on the tilt world. Well, that too. If they would have never got on the tilt world, they might have they might have stood a chance. Maybe they'd just been sick. But that tilt world fucked them up. That it did. That it did. And but, but also, Benny. What was what I loved about how how the how uh small the older smalls was narrating the whole thing mm-hmm. was you know they was talking about how rain sleet hell snow like it don't matter what's going on Benny's baseball all day every day yeah. like Benny like one of one of the one of the iconic scenes was after he knocked the, the guts out of the one baseball everybody is in, in amazement right Benny's like Yo, all this means we can't play no more. Yeah. You know what I'm he saying? Cares. Like, yeah, he don't even care. He don't care nothing about it. He was like, dude, it might have only been three people in, like, the whole world to, to do this. Mm-hmm. He was like, dude, fuck that. Like, it's 12 o'clock. We ain't got nothing else to do for the rest right. of the day. He was like, let, he's like, anybody got 98 cents laying around? And everybody was like, no. <laughs> so he was like, yo, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that that was dope. Like, I think that. For people, even when you were young and watched this movie, like you can tell right off the rip, like, yo, this dude is going to the majors. Like mm-hmm. for him for him to be this talented at this age and to care about baseball as much as he did mm-hmm. at that age, it's like, yo, like you you see, you know what I'm saying? You can see the tunnel vision that he had. And then also another scene that shows it is when they play the game on Fourth of July at night. No, no, I'm talking about when he when they played it at night. Okay. And uh, so he smacked that one ball. He hit another. It wasn't a home run, but it was just a a pop fly. Mm -hmm. And everybody's looking up, and the fireworks got everybody amazed. Everybody just forgot about catching the ball. Benny didn't look at one fireworks. This dude he was, was running, running the bases. He was running bases, goddammit. He was <laughs> running bases. Like, he ain't care nothing about that, man. But it's great to see a person, you know what I'm saying, a kid to have that type of passion, though. Mm-hmm. And see, I wish I had that type of look. The thing is, like, I did, like, look, I love football. But the thing is, it was just, you know what I'm saying, I didn't, I wasn't passionate enough to take that shit to the classroom. Like that was that was my biggest issue, but and I think that shit really, you know, what I'm saying is is really one. Like you have to combine that shit into one because, like, I mean, you could be good enough to where they're like, "Yo, fuck them grades. Like, we getting you in here." And yeah. that's why I tell that's why I tell everybody, like, you know what I'm saying, I was good, but I wasn't good enough for them to be like, "Look, this dude's gonna be an academic liability. I'm not bringing this dude in here." So yeah. like. There's 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 different kinds of good and like Benny was just that fucking good. So mm-hmm. I thought I thought that was the one dope thing. Uh, just speaking <clears> about <throat> Benny, man. To me, I think um, Benny was the most interesting character in the movie. Um, 
because it was so much we didn't know about Benny. Like we didn't really see his parents like that. You know what I'm saying? At all. We didn't, yeah, we didn't really know what the fuck was going on in Benny's life or none of that shit. And for him to always be so focused on baseball, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't see Benny House. We didn't see none of that shit. We always yeah, just well, we Benny. did. Yes, we did. Well, we, we did? seen the inside of his room. Remember? No, I remember, remember that. You don't remember when the uh, when Bay Ruth came out of his closet? Oh, that's right. He was in the bed. The, the bed, he was talking to the Bambino. Okay, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, outside of that, though, like, we really didn't, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, we really don't know much about Benny, though. And, like, I remember watching this YouTube video where it was just saying, like, the dark side of the sandlot. Mm-hmm. It was just talking about just how, like, you know what I'm saying? How the reason Benny was so into baseball and wanted to always be outside with his friends and everything else. Cause like he was getting like beat and shit like that, and I was like, "Yo, who the fuck spent time to come up with that shit?" Like there was no evidence supporting any of this shit in the movie. But um, I thought it was just funny because um, you know what I'm saying? Like just like when you said when he was just like, "Who's got 98 cent to get a ball?" And I'm thinking like, "Yo, for a baseball that cost 98 cent in 1962." No. That lets you know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah, it was the '60s. That lets you know how much baseball meant at that time, because a baseball really by itself only costs like 118 now. So you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <laughs> you you gotta pay like twenty dollars for a football, like fifteen fifty for a basketball. Like now, nigga, you get a baseball for like a dollar eighteen. So that just lets you know, like in the '60s, for it to almost be a dollar for a baseball, lets you know how high baseball was on the, you know, what I'm saying, like on the scale of sports. Yeah. And then, um, also, this I think this movie was also an ode to Babe Ruth. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you could tell mm-hmm. whoever made this movie was a, a huge Babe Ruth fan because that's that was like the the guy that they was talking about. Like they didn't mention like Hank Aaron or. Nobody well, they did. That. They did. I, mean, I want to get into that, but you know what I'm saying. They ain't really talk about him. Talk about him. Like they ain't talk about like Jackie Robinson and shit like that. Like they were just talking about Babe Ruth. Like he was just like this all time great. You know what I'm saying? Baseball guy, which a lot of people say he is, but to me, I I know the truth. I don't think Babe Ruth was that guy. Man, let's talk about it. Okay, because it was a story like five years ago. And it came back up again early this year. Mm-hmm. The story is Bay Ruth ain't all white. Yeah, I heard about that. Bay Ruth was mixed, but motherfuckers didn't know mm-hmm. he just carried himself as a white man. Mm-hmm. And like my whole thing about Bay Ruth was like you know what I'm saying? He had a beer belly and he playing against roofers and plumbers and all types of shit like that. So it was just like like yeah, in today's game, like my thing about him and and I know baseball purists will probably get on me, but like I didn't see him as a transcendent player. Like it was just like, yo, like he wasn't really like playing the greats on a consistent basis. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, he smacked a lot of home runs, but it's like, okay, like, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't the smallest dude. He had some strength. Like, all you have to have is good eye, 
you know what I'm saying? And that time, good hand-eye coordination, a little bit of strength, and great form, like, yeah, <clears throat> like he's going to knock it out. But I think another thing is the fact of, I hate to say it, you know what I'm saying? He has some black in him, man. So he was dominating all the white dudes, man. Like, I mean, that's like that's what it is. But this is my thing about it, though. So let me ask you this before, because see, I didn't want to get into the one thing yet. But mm -hmm. so, oh man, should I mention that yet? Because yeah. this is my thing, James Earl Jones. Mm -hmm. Showed them a picture of him and Babe Ruth together. Mm -hmm. He had a Pittsburgh Pirates jersey on. And so, like, my whole thing was the game wasn't integrated at the time. <laughs> so, but I will say this, though. Uncle Washington did tell me this. Rest in peace to my guy. He did say that sometimes they played people in the Negro Leagues. It just wasn't, mm -hmm. it wasn't all the time things. Like, they would play them you know, all this little shit. So I'm guessing that's how they met and got the picture together and all that type shit. Yeah. But I just thought it I just thought it was it was odd that that the the person that owned the junkyard was a black man. I thought that was odd. Um yeah. Yeah, especially with it uh being such a white neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that was odd. <laughs> that was really odd because I was like, because when when I first seen it as a kid, like it it, it didn't hit me then, mm -hmm. but like seeing it as an adult, and it's like, yeah, like me, he was like, he called him George. He didn't even call him Babe. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He called. He was like, yeah, me and George was tight. Like, well, if it was if it was the the time of I'm trying to think, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth played in what the twenties? Yeah. 20s, 30s, somewhere around there. I want to say he played in the 20s. Yeah, he played from um, 1914 to 1935. So definitely it wasn't no niggas in the baseball league. <laughs> <laughs> it was no niggas in the baseball league at that time. Nah. I guarantee you. It wasn't. It wasn't. But, you know, <laughs> shout out to Uncle Washington because I didn't know that mm -hmm. I didn't know that the Yankees did, you know, I don't know if there was exhibition games. Yeah, they would, exactly they would play them to see. They that was that would be like um before the Globe Trotters became like the um the tap dancers of basketball. Like, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> NBA teams would like put their skills up against the Globe Trotters to see because you know that there's an all black basketball yeah. team, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just to see how well their team was you know what I'm saying, going to be able to play in the league. And that's the same thing that would happen in baseball. Like, they would go play um, Negro League teams because the Negro League teams is, like, fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, guys like Satchel Page, you know what I'm saying, um, Jeremy Gibson. Like, it's a it's some legends. You know what I'm saying? It was Josh um, Gibson. Josh Gibson, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm thinking of somebody else. Um but it's you know what I'm saying, like it's some real live legends in the in the mm -hmm. Negro Leagues. And the fact that like um, you know what I'm saying, like I think it was was it Satchel Page that they said was throwing like damn near like 120 on the fastball, and he could throw yeah. like 108 on the curve and some shit like that. Like 
you know what I'm saying? Like now they, they try to say it's like, oh, it's all rumored. You know what I'm saying? They, and they saying like a lot of the stuff ain't, um, a lot of the stuff that they put in there was just made up because they ain't no really know what they're talking about with baseball. Like I think Josh Gibson was the home run dude that hit like a hundred and something home runs. Like they, it's a it's a bunch of the the stats that go in from. Um, well, now they actually accepted it. I think it was this year that they accepted the Negro League um, <clears throat> stats and whatever, but. It's like if you if you really go back and like and read about the Negro Leagues and see like certain shit, like you'll see just how dope these guys were. And so um yeah, they would, you know what I'm saying, they would hold exhibitions just to, you know what I'm saying, test their team, see if their team was gonna be able to go through the season and, and be all right. Like, I mean, if you could beat, you know what I'm saying, some of the best motherfuckers on the planet in it, and then you go into, you know what I'm saying, the league where these motherfuckers, some of them don't even think about doing that shit. Then you know what I'm saying? You got an advantage. You know, I say this and then we'll get back to the movie, right? So you know how they say, I remember, you know, but that time period not passed. But supposedly the government knows who was behind the killing of JFK, right? Mm-hmm. The government would. But Honestly, this I don't is the know thing. If I was well, this is the thing. Well, there's a lot of conspiracies, right? Yeah. Obviously, I, I I went down that that wormhole. I love that wormhole, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, supposedly they're going to release this information, but they're saying that they want to wait to everybody that was in that generation that was alive in '68 to be dead, because they said it will shock. They said that it would shock the world so much that motherfuckers will, you know what I'm saying? Like they say that it is that shocking. Of like they know uh, who did all this stuff. This no, ain't, that shit ain't shocking, man. Don't nobody give a fuck no more to be honest with you. They just hey, came I, out and was like, "Hey, man, look, you know what I'm saying? It's UFOs." Niggas was like, "And so what?" Nigga, we already knew that shit. Like, don't nobody care, bro. But but <laughs> to finish our point, like I'm surprised, but I think that some people are so caught up in it. To where mm-hmm. they wouldn't believe it. That's just like the whole myth of even though scientifically it makes sense mm-hmm. that God was black. Hmm? But well, Jesus was black or whatever. Oh, okay. I better say you, what? But like they have, you know, tr- tricked and rigged the whole system, nozzle mm-hmm. shit, even though the motherfucker was in Egypt. And Egypt is a part of Africa, and they call it the Middle East to try well, to cover it up. Technically, he wasn't in Africa. I mean, technically, he wasn't in Egypt. Well, Jerusalem. Yeah. So even though he's he would still be a dark skinned man. Yeah. Because there wasn't no copper tone out then. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was in. That nigga was in. Uh, a sheath and thong sandals with no shirt on in that heat, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but the finish my point, like they like everybody, they have their beliefs. And they're mm-hmm. like, yo, he's white, I don't care what nobody say, blonde hair, blue eyes. Even when that report came out like five years ago, and that his fa- his like great 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 or whatever granddaughter mm-hmm. came out and, and said, I have Poof mm-hmm. that his like granddad or whatever it was 
was a black man or a black woman. I can't remember exactly what it was. She didn't need proof. Look at that nigga's stats. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are we talking about, man? This nigga had Negro League stats in the major leagues, and they really think this was a real white This is a whole white man. No, this man, nigga was probably like Italian and black. And come on, man. He was just light-skinned yeah. as fuck. They don't want to believe it, but I bet you they're holding strong because they would not be still calling him the greatest baseball player to ever play the game if they. But no, peep game like they got a um. I forgot. I think I seen it on Twitter. They had like a picture of him that was in color, and he he looked like a few of my relatives, and I'm like, yo, that's (laughs) a black dude. Like that nigga's mixed. If he not mixed, like he got a fan, he his like mom or dad was mixed, and you know what I'm saying. He they just happened to be with another, you know what I'm saying, white person. But no, that nigga got he he got some black blood in him. Oh man, that's funny. We we went down we went down the Bay Roof wormhole there, but but um but uh, and, uh like, real quick, the greatest <laughs> baseball player to ever play the game of baseball is Ken Griffey Jr. It's not Bay. Oh Roof. man, facts. You man. know what I'm saying. I tell people all the time. Baby, wish coldest, coldest baseball player to ever play. The, the coolest, coolest too. The, yeah, man, and the best swing. He, he's called the swing man. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on. So, bro. all right, man. All time part. You know what I'm saying? So after he busts the baseball, they're like, "Yo, what? no, no, no." This was this was another day. So it's hot, hot as fuck. They're like, uh, "Yo, Benny." They went to go get Bill's ball. They said, no, no, no. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. We ain't got there yet. So Benny, okay. Benny's like, yo, let's go, y'all. Everybody like, look, executive decision. It's too damn hot. <laughs> they out there drinking their coats. They're like, man. It was like, no, man, we, we're not playing today. And so like, all right, well, what y'all want to do? So they go to the pool. Oh, man, yeah. they go. They go to the pool. Hold on, what is his name? Because he is Squint. a fucking like, squints. My man fucking squints, squints bro. Man. Come Squint. on, bro. Squints is like, yo, I am getting peppercorn today. Is it peppercorn? Windy, 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 windy. Windy peppercorn. Yep. He's like, yo, I am getting windy peppercorn today. So he's like, he looking up. He's like, I can't take this anymore. He gets he <laughs> gets glasses fogged up and shit. Everything. He gets out. He goes over to that diving board, but he looks. He waves at her, and she waved back. He took his glasses off and he took a dive. Yes, indeed. Straight dive to the bottom the of the pool. My man took they a was, dive into love. A dive into love and put his trust that <laughs> Wendy is gonna come and save him. So he goes straight to the bottom of the pool. All his friends are screaming like, like squints can't swim. Mm-hmm. So she jumps, jumps down there. She gets him out. Other dude help her get him out. This is where squints got lucky. That, that the old dude, because the dude got him out. Mm-hmm. But Wendy did CPR. Oh, man. So she's so she doing CPR. She's pumping. She's blowing. She's pumping. She's blowing. And then, you know, everybody's concerned. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, he laid the he smackers on up. her. Now he looks up and he starts smiling, and everybody looking like, mm-hmm. 
like, what the hell? And then he closed his eyes again, and then she came back, and boy, he laid it on her, boy. Got yes, banned sir. from the pool forever. <laughs> but, but, he he did he did get the wave from her, though. He did. He did. He did get and the but, wave oh, from man. her, though. Respect oh, he got my more man's that. that nigga was a yeah. legend. He got more than that. We'll get mm-hmm. to that a little later. So I thought that part, that part was dope, man. Um, but also, you know what I'm saying? Fuck it, let's get into it. So he damn. So we gotta go back to they went, they get a ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Benny at the plate, boom, smacks it. Bust the guts out the ball. So Benny's mad as hell. Man, what are we gonna do? I know I mentioned this earlier. We can't play no more. Out of shit, so he's upset. Smalls. I got a ball. So Smalls goes home, goes to his dad, stepdad's trophy room, which his mama told him to stay out of that trophy. Mm-hmm. As he should. He grabs the damn ball. He runs back all the side. I got it, everybody. I got it. I got it. I got it. Benny say, your ball, you up. So it was so funny. Oh, what's my man's name, my fat dude? Uh, uh, Ham. So Ham, Ham says, yo, your fly's open. <laughs> <laughs> Missed the first pitch. <laughs> hey, Ham was the man, yo. Yeah. When they played that other team, and he kept talking to them when they was at the plate. That shit like, So... So then, right, next pitch, mm, smacks it, goes over the fence. And this is the best part. See, I like the small shit, man. You know I like the small shit. Mm-hmm. So he runs up the first base, and then he's looking, and then he sees it goes. He Well, he rounds out the second, and then that's when he noticed that the ball went over the fence. Uh, he was sick. And so he stops. He was. Hey, Ham said, "You have to go to third base." <laughs> he said, "Where are you going? You he gotta go to sick. third base." Ham was. He was upset. Like, mm-hmm. where are you going? <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta go to third base. <laughs> and so then they're like, "Maybe his first home run was too much for him." <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at everybody. He says, "We gotta get that ball." And then it was like, look, man, it's over there with the beast, man. Once it goes to the beast, it's over. He was like, no, you don't understand. It's not my ball. And they're like, well, who ball is it? He was like, it's my stealth dad ball. And he told me not to touch it and all this little stuff. And he was like, and some lady signed it. I don't know, baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. Ruth. <laughs> that motherfucker said, baby. You mean Babe Ruth? It was like, yeah, I guess. The Bambino? Oh, man, they was about to beat that no, nigga ass, no, bro. The all-time is, man, the twins, man, how they would always copy what they say. <laughs> hey, that shit got on my nerves, but I was like, if you don't stop saying the same thing your damn brother say. One time he told him to shut up. Yeah. But, like, he would say the same thing he would say. So everybody runs to the fence, and they look over the fence, and Beast snatched the ball. Mm. Man, listen. Okay, wait a minute. Let's talk about this. Let's let's do this real quick because I forgot about this. 
Why in the world did they make this dog so fucking <laughs> treacherous, bro? <laughs> The, the ball rolls to the fucking doghouse. This nigga's paw comes out, and this is the biggest fucking dog paw I've ever fucking seen, bro. And it literally grabs the ball and pulls it into the doghouse as if a dog would actually do that. <laughs> like, no, the dog didn't get up, get out, and pick it up with his mouth. No, the dog literally was like, no, nah, let me scoop this in here, bro. The arm on, I mean, the paw on that dog, bro. That motherfucker was so huge. Like, that, they made that dog seem like that motherfucker's like a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex, bro. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker paw was the size of a lion, dude. I'm trying, yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. When I seen that shit, I was like, bro, what the fuck is in that dog house? I'm like, there's no way that's a dog, bro. There's no way that's a dog. Then the dog that you see at the end looked nothing oh like the paw that came out. It looked nothing like the paw that came out. I'm like, bro, that so, paw was was from, like you said, the, the lion from the Wizard of Oz. But there was no way that that was that goddamn dog. Bro. Oh, man. That shit so was funny. That shit was hilarious. So they jump up to the fence. They're like, all right, so we got to figure out a way to get it. So they come up with all these different tools. They try they try, uh, they try a stick first. Mm-hmm. Beast chew that up. You know what I'm saying? They try to get this thing with a pan on the end of it. You know what I'm saying? They had it. Tore that up too. So then small. No, no, the way he was tearing it up as well. That was another no. part that I, yeah. I was making. He okay. was shredding that shit, bro. Like, bro, no. that dog is not doing that, bro. Hold There's on. no way that dog is doing that. Hold on. I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting. I, I, I went too fast. So they're like, yo, we got to have a sleepover. So they go to the treehouse. Ham, ask him. Ask Smalls. Do you want some more? He's like, yo, what? A s'more? What is that? You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> killing me, Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. So he's like, you know, you get the graham cracker, get the graham cracker. You know what I'm saying? You get the chocolate, you get the, you know. So he puts it together. So, so Squint's telling the story about, you know what I'm saying, the story of the beast. And this is the thing they show a white man. In mm-hmm. the story, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what confused me when they showed James Earl Jones. Oh, wait a minute! Hold on, wait a minute. Let's not let's not glaze over the fact that at a sleepover in 1962, <laughs> these niggas was in the treehouse. In the treehouse. In 1962, that's how cool it was, bro. For niggas, to, hey, we gonna have a sleepover. We're not sleeping in the house though. We going to the treehouse. Niggas had a treehouse. I'm telling you, boy, you can tell times have changed because ain't nobody Man. letting their kids sleep in just a random... That ain't at nobody's house. Mm-mm. It ain't at none of these kids' house. And damn sure not no treehouse. So, dude, odd to me. So, Squirts is telling the story about how the kids coming up missing and they say the beast was eating them. So, mm-hmm. they said that the dog got to be confined. And my favorite part, Squirts says, for Ever. Ever. Hey, that shit tripped me out. Oh, man. I was still laughing at that shit. So, okay, so fast forward, they try to stick, they try to <laughs> unpan. So then Smalls, you know, he come together with his greatest inventions up to this point. He gets his whole rack thing. I'm trying to figure out where they get all this damn metal from. 
Bro, Where in hell? 1962, everybody is at work. <laughs> These kids are doing whatever the fuck they want to do, bro. Yeah. There was no, there, there was no parental supervision anywhere in this movie. Nowhere. You only see Smalls' parents. These it. niggas, these niggas was going to fucking pawn shops, bro. And as kids, well, they was going to the to the pharmacy to buy the balls. That too, as kids, <laughs> bro. I'm trying to figure out for number one. <laughs> They couldn't fit. They couldn't find. None of the, well, they ended up. So, what's my man's name? So no, Benny comes you, up. You was on Benny, the right track. No, you was on yeah. the right track. Them niggas couldn't but, gather ninety eight cent to buy a baseball. Somehow they got all this shit to build these contraptions. True, true. <laughs> but <laughs> but Benny comes up with an idea. He tells them, he's like, look, let's just go buy a ball. He said, let's go. They they went to get cans. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To turn cans in to get 98 cents to get a ball. Mm-hmm. So Benny wrote down, you know, Babe Ruth on the ball and put the ball back. So it would appear that the ball was missed. Right. And then fast forward back, I don't know where they got all this money from to get all this damn metal to build That's all these attractions and shit. So this saying. is all time though. You talking about how the damn dog snatched the ball with his paw. Mm-hmm. Man, when they got that ball on that damn cart thing and he oh, built man. and popped that bitch in the air and you telling me this damn dog jumped up out literally, of nowhere. <laughs> literally. Like Jaws, nigga. <laughs> like Jaws, nigga. Hey, and dog uh, jumped in the air and snatched the ball but I was like, yo, these mm, people mm, is mm. tripping with this damn dog, boy. So they mm, like, mm. yo, so they, so he's like, yo, my life is over. Smalls like, my life is over. My life is over. So Benny's at home, and then all of a sudden, Babe Ruth pops out of his damn closet. <laughs> <laughs> pops out of his closet. That was that talking. was a that was a double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, Comes out. Out the closet, nigga. <laughs> like, what are we doing, bro? What are, like who in the movie thought of that? Cause you hey. know it's 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 rumors that like said that that nigga was gay. See, I wasn't even going down that road. But I was <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right. <laughs> so this is the first time we see Benny's house at all. Mm-hmm. So Benny's talking to him. He's uh, Babe Ruth got this whole story about legends and um <clears throat> heroes and all this type shit. Yeah. So before Babe Ruth walked back into the closet, he sees like Hank Aaron's like rookie card or some shit. And he's like, Mind if I have this? <laughs> like, yeah. Where in the hell you dead, motherfuckers? Like, where are you going with this damn Hank Aaron card? And why did you steal this kid's Hank Aaron card? It's probably worth millions of dollars now. Right. It was in a case and everything. It's like, that shit pissed me off. It's like, why you gotta take Hank Aaron's card? Why you can't take a mini mantle card or some shit? Why it gotta be Hank Aaron? So anyway, that's that's just some personal shit. So, he steals this kid's damn card. And so he calls up everybody's, hey, let's meet at the sandlot. So they meet at the sandlot. He already has some PF flyers. 
but then you mm-hmm. got to pull out a new pair. You know what I'm saying? And for the people that don't know, let's talk more of our generation. The way they viewed PF Flyers back then was the way we viewed the Reebok pumps. You pump them bitches, you feel like you can dunk a 10-foot goal. You know the PF Flyers weren't nothing but thicker converses. That's all they were. But they are. thought but they thought that they made you run faster. Yeah. So, PF Flyers are like the the, the BBL of converses. so so he's like yo I have to do this I have to jump the fence and I gotta get the ball yo everybody's like Benny you don't have to do this and so Benny's like I gotta do it I gotta do it so Benny jumps the fence you know long story short this, this is my thing this big ass old ass dog so he 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 has a he has a standoff with the dog, snatch the ball, and he goes jumps the fence. This big ass old ass dog jumps a fucking twelve foot fence mm-hmm. <laughs> by himself. Mm-hmm. Nothing, no. It'd be different if it was like a car and it jumped off the car mm-hmm. or some shit. We talk about ground level, straight hops. Straight hops over a twelve to fifteen foot fence. <laughs> <laughs> Run fast, all the other kids, and go mm-hmm. straight for Benny. Benny runs out through the neighborhood. Yo, this motherfucker ran through a theater, and then the dog was so dramatic, dude. <laughs> Benny then run through a, a, a we call it thing, an auditorium. Mm-hmm. Benny dumbass leaves the door open. But the dog busts through the glass. Mm-hmm. Man, first and foremost, that was a regular ass dog. That was the <laughs> same dog I've turned in hooch. That motherfucker wasn't nowhere near as scary as we they tried to make that nigga seem. They made that nigga seem like a motherfucking killer. That nigga was average. Man, I thought, man, they made it seem like that dog was from uh Max from a man's best friend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. I'm like, man, I'm thinking Cujo about to pop up out this motherfucker. This is a regular ass dog. Regular, and then it's like, and as a kid, you don't even think like, yo, when we seen the beast like an hour ago, he was the size of a lion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the size of my dog. You know what I mean? Like, so he's running through dramatic as hell. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and running through the auditorium, Benny goes under the screen. The dog busts through the screen. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like so. Anyway, they meet back up. Meet back at the same lot. He figures, yo, I'm going to jump the fence. This is my thing. So you're going to jump the fence that you've already jumped for the dog mm-hmm. to go back over there. What made you think that this plan was going to work because he's already jumped that fence before? I don't know. I, I didn't get it either. So I'm lost because I'm like, dude, you already seen he cleared that fence. So mm-hmm. what difference does it make? Either way, that was your ass. Yeah, so he jumps the fence. Dog busts through the fence this time. Whole fence fall down <laughs> on his ass. <laughs> so look, he clears it the first time, but the second time he just busts through. It. Mm-hmm. And so the fence ends up falling on him. Everybody, well, Smalls feel bad. Like, yo, we got to get the fence off of him. Yeah. And so Benny helps him, and then you get the most disgusting scene. You ever seen in a movie 
with his big ass, slobbery ass, extra, extra, like extra slob around his dog's mouth. He licks the damn shit out of Small's face. Mm-hmm. Terrible. So they're like, yo, let's knock on the door and tell this man that lives here, yo, your fence broke down and your dog got out. And then a blind James Earl Jones pops out and you're like, what the hell? Like, wasn't during the story earlier, it was a white man that lived there. Now all of a sudden, it's this dude. <laughs> so they goes in and so, long story short, he starts telling him, it was like, the ball that we had to come over here and get signed by Babe Ruth. He was like, Joy signed this? And he's like, yeah. He's like, goes over to a case, grabs a ball. He said, look, I trade you. And he was like, no, like, I really, I really have to have that ball. And he was like, uh, he was like, trust me, you're going to need this. And he was like, uh, it was signed by the whole, I think, 1927. But anyway, mm-hmm. the whole championship team of the, the Yankees. Yankees. Yeah. And Babe Ruth was one of the signatures on it. And then they looked and they seen a picture of a black man in between these two players and one of them, Babe Ruth, was like, yeah, you knew George? He's like, yeah, me and George was tight. And he was like, you know what I'm saying? But we, we can't take the ball. He's like, look, make a deal with me. Come talk baseball with me once a week. Boom. We good. So Smalls go home and he tells his stepdad the truth. But his stepdad couldn't even be mad at him because now you got a ball you never would have gotten your whole exactly. life. Nigga, you look, yeah. you upgraded. Yeah, you upgraded because of your son's one mistake. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was dope. And he was grounded for a week. So you get grounded for a week. Yeah, you did what you weren't supposed to do. We told your ass, don't mm-hmm. touch that damn ball. But at the end of the day, you still got a ball that you never would have got. It's probably worth millions and millions of dollars. Right. And then on top of that, like, I don't know, man. It's just, for me, just the funniest thing, man, it's just that dog, bro. I'm still stuck on that. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about how – and I and I think that's that gives credit to the writing and, um, and the director, man, for them to have you thinking that this dog is such a, a menace and, like, in this super big, like, terroristic-ass animal – and then in actuality, like it's nothing like that. So I think they did a good job with that, man. But uh, are you ready for the fire flames? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're, real quick, real quick. Okay. Real quick, we get into it. One thing that is dope about the movie is how they talked about when everybody grew up and what everybody turned out to do. Oh yeah. And so you know the one dude that put that was a pitcher. Uh, he ended up playing in the minor leagues. Um. Uh. Kenny, Kenny played in Miami Leeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the twins, they came up with an invention and they made a, a whole bunch of money. Um, Ham became a professional wrestler. <laughs> um, uh, the one dude, Groves, or Glover, or whatever his name was, the one that did the dip, he got really into the 60s and 70s, became a hippie, <laughs> and nobody never heard from him again. <laughs> but anyway, your boy, that this is the only reason why I even want to talk about this. Your mm-hmm. boy squints. Your boy squints got his wish. That's right. Mary got Wendy and had nine kids. My man, man squints. Squints was squirting. 
Oh, he was squirting. <laughs> and they got and, and they owned the uh that the same damn pharmacy that they mm-hmm. got buying all those baseballs from. And you know, like I said earlier, like we we knew Benny was gonna make it to the major leagues, man. Benny mm-hmm. made it to the major leagues, played with the Dodgers, you know what I'm saying? And that name Jet stuck with him since the day that he was running from the dog. And then Smalls became an announcer for a baseball team. So I thought it was dope that they gave us like a little a little thing. Man, the, the, the cool fact, man. This is supposed to be in 1962. So four years later, bro, that's when we get the arrival of Roberto Clemente. Oh, okay. Okay. World famous Pittsburgh Pirate. Um I think he won the MVP in the World Series in 71 or 72. He won MVP in the league in 66. And, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? He had an early and timely death. But, yeah, Roberto Clemente, one of the best to ever do it. Fun fact, man. Learn yeah, something new man. every day. For sure. So you ready, brother? Yes, sir, man. Let's do it. All right. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. All right, man. So, you know what I'm saying? Usually you get into it and um, I, I usually pass it off to you, but I'm going to go ahead and take the reins on this one. Um, Man, for me, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, this is one of those all-time classics. I remember watching this when I was little, you know what I'm saying? Growing up wanting to play baseball because, you know what I'm saying, you wanted to be like the guys. Um, I did play baseball when I was little, actually. That was the first sport I ever played. And so, um, you know what I'm saying, like movies like this, Major League, all those kind of movies, like those bring back some, you know what I'm saying, like nostalgic feel. Um, But, yeah, man, shout out to Benny, man. You know what I'm saying? Benny also played Luis Mendoza in D2, another one of my favorite childhood movies. Um, So, you know what I'm saying? Not only did I see Benny be a, a super amazing baseball player, I also got a chance to see him be um, a pretty good uh, hockey player, too. So, um, you know what I'm saying? That was, you know what I'm saying, a little another fun fact for y'all. But for me, I'm going to go four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, man, that did it all, man. Um, you know, I was never a huge baseball fan. Um, my dad was though he liked he liked it baseball. Okay. But this movie was just <clears throat> it's probably the first movie movie that was age appropriate when I watched that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it was probably the only movie that I was supposed to be watching around those times. But um, but it's just one of those classes, man, that stuck with me, man. Um, you know, the whole story is just a whole bunch of kids. And because the thing is, man, times are different, man. Like kids yeah. don't roll like that no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and as a parent, we can't let them roll like that no more. Like, right. it's it's just it's just not the same anymore. We're in different times. Not that the times wasn't. I mean, a lot of that shit happened back then because around that time, you know, serial killers really started being formed, or well, at least was, got a name for them around was, like the seventies. Community too, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, all the neighbors knew each other. You know what I'm saying? People remember you from, you know what I'm saying? Like nine times out of ten, your parents grew up in that neighborhood, so everybody know each other. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, everybody know whose kids you were, so you didn't have to worry about shit like that. Yeah, man. So it it was just dope to see, you know, a bunch of kids that just love to play out and get dirty, man. You know, I I meant oh man, I meant to tell the story, man. I forgot. Real quick, real quick story. Mm-hmm. First time I got into like a, a fight fight was we was playing baseball in my in my neighborhood at my mom's house. And um so we playing and I met back and dude throw the ball. Boom, mm-hmm. clocked me, right? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Could have slipped, you know, you get hit. Threw the ball again. Bow, hit me again. I'm like, hold up, man. Like, <laughs> you hit me one more time with that damn ball, man. I'm telling you. Apparently, he ain't get the memo, man. He hit me again with the ball. Man, I charged the mound, my guy. <laughs> time out, time out. So this is just y'all just like playing pickup baseball? Playing pickup, man. We just oh, playing okay, I'm about to say, because I'm like, nigga, the umpire is trash. You know, I hit three <laughs> times, nigga, and you still at the plate? I'm about to say, bro, what the fuck kind of little league is this? No, I never played organized. I never oh, okay, played organized. Okay. Y'all was just playing to be playing. Yeah, we were just playing to be playing. Yeah. And he, he hit me, man. I was like, nah, man. I charged the mound on him, man. I, I had to give him I had to give him a couple of them. Hey, but um, tough shit. Yeah, man. So uh but yeah, and, and see, like I said, around this time was around the time I seen Sandlot. That's probably mm-hmm. why we was all out there even playing baseball in the first place, because we yep. probably just all seen damn Sandlot. Yep. So um but man, yeah, it's one of those movies that stick with you, man. Um, the, these this is one of the movies where, no matter what my age is, I can always watch this movie and, and mm-hmm. have a good time, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a four. I ain't gonna go as, as far as a four point five, but I'm gonna give it a four, man. It's, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed watching it the other day. I'm glad we was able to to get one of these types in, man, because mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. You still got to be a kid at heart sometimes. You know, yeah. and like Sandlot is Especially one of those. Especially with kids. Yeah, man. Like you can't everything can't be serious, man. Like I, like my my youngest, he watched it a little bit with me. Like he didn't sit down, sit down, watch it with me, but he be wanting to sit down and watch damn Nightmare on Elm Street and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but he need he need to watch Sandlot, but something. But uh, but yeah, man. So I'm I'm gonna give it a four, man. It was fun doing cool, this. Cool, man. Cool. So um. You know what I'm saying? Y'all already know, man. Hit us up on the IG. Let us know um, what you what you what your yeah, what your rating is. Um, up next, coming soon. Ooh, listen. Ooh, this this man changed the game. Do you understand me? Changed Forever. the game. If you didn't want to be this dude. Around ninety six, two yeah, nah, like ninety eight, two thousand. Well, yeah, I see, yeah, bro, because like ninety six, ninety seven, you know what I'm saying? He ain't, he didn't had a, uh, he ain't had a swag yet. Oh, no, I think he had the swag, but I think he didn't have the cachet yet. Nah, man, ninety eight, bro. That's oh. when I'm telling you. That's when he was that guy. My cousin, Man. my cousin changed his basketball number because of this. Dude. He literally, like, he always wore 21. When this dude came on the scene, 
his whole his whole I remember I remember niggas games changed up just so they could beat this dude. This dude made taking it to the hole and freaking somebody an amazing feat. Man, listen. I, I you know I can go on on about this guy, so I ain't gonna do it. All I'm gonna all I'm gonna say because oh man, I got so much to say when we get to this podcast, but all I'm gonna say is this one night in a bowling alley. But you got hands and chairs, but like mm-hmm. <laughs> you got you, you got mm-hmm. everything this day. That's all I'm gonna say, man. That's all I'm gonna say, man. Just know that nigga. That nigga was. In, that nigga was from Bad News. You hear me? Bad News, Virginia. Stand up. Yes, sir. Yes, Newport, sir. Newport, stand up. That nigga was the truth. Y'all put. Man. Y'all gave us a legend, man. And that's, they that's did. Exactly uh, not, did, not just bro. one. They gave us a few. No, I'm just talking about him. You know well, yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't give I can't give everybody else no credit because they also, you know, what I'm saying Virginia also gave us Chris Brown and Trey Songs. So, yeah, Man, that's it also gave and us Pharrell. Yep, Pharrell, the Clips, Missy Elliott. You know what I'm yep, you know what I'm saying. Um, that's just that's just music. We ain't even we ain't even say Michael Vick. Yeah, uh, no, nah, and Marcus Vick, and Marcus, and um um. Uh, Brooks. Uh, what's his first name? The Saints quarterback back in the day. He was one of them. Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks. Yeah. What? Wait a minute. Aaron Brooks was from Virginia. Yes. I never knew that. I never knew that. You, you, you see. You know what? Because I don't think you've seen this one yet. I nah. think you've seen the one. I seen the, the one that we gonna 30. do. Yeah, but when you see this one, he's in this. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Aaron Brooks, number two. I never forget Aaron Brooks, man. That was the, that was the guy. Yeah, Him, man. Cole Pepper, uh, McNabb. You know what I'm saying? That's when. That's when all the uh, big, tall, stocky black quarterbacks was in. Yes, sir. And Vic came out and changed that team. But yeah, man. Um. Yeah. So y'all tune in. You know what I'm saying? Next episode. This one. This one is gonna be. Uh, we might have to go a couple hours. You know what I'm saying? Into that one, cause. Oh man, this is gonna. <laughs> Yeah, we gonna we might have to. It's gonna be a lot of memories, but um, apparently, God, <laughs> God is trying to flood where I'm at. Um, and the ark might flow past. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all, man, hit me up at Scoots Bronson on Twitter, uh, Scoots Bronson underscore TV on Instagram, Scoots Bronson TV on YouTube. Y'all make sure y'all go check out 15 Minutes of Fame. Just did an episode uh, with Hustle Boy, South Carolina's very own. Thanks to my guy, Esdai Foster, man. He made that happen. Uh, greatly appreciated my brother. You know what I'm saying? But y'all no go problem. check that episode out, man, 15 Minutes of Fame with Hustle Boy. And then go check out some of those old episodes as well. Um, and while you at it, man, go definitely go check out the episode me and Esdai Foster did, man. We are just talking shit. That shit was so fun, bro. That was one of the my, my favorite 15 minutes of fame episodes, man. Um make sure you go to IG, follow us at View a Nine Pod, and um on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Yes, sir, man. Y'all can find me at uh s.foster8 on Instagram. I finally changed the name. Um, you know, I made an announcement at the end of uh a greatly appreciated episode of, of Stolen Time Podcast. I appreciate mm-hmm. 
you know, Scoots was a part of it, man. Um, nothing but grateful for it. But you know what I'm saying? It was me, you, uh, Candace, Casey, Sinclair, and JD Oracle, man. Everybody came mm-hmm. on, everybody was great. Everybody had nothing but um, sensational things to say about Uncle Washington. But um, please go check out the episode, man. It was 213 of the Stolen Time podcast. And I made the announcement on that podcast that this next one, 214, which will be coming out on July the 2nd, will be the last podcast. Oh, well, yeah, the last podcast for the Stone Time podcast. I'm going to end that podcast. But those episodes are still going to always be available. I'm not taking them down. Right. So all those episodes are still going to be available. It's just that, you know, I started it July the second, 2017. I'm gonna end it July the second, 2021. Um also, so I ch- I said that to say that I changed the name. It's not the stolen time pod anymore. It's uh 28 minutes or less pod now. So mm-hmm. you can follow me there. Um also the Facebook page changed that to 28 minutes or less as well. Um so let me see what else, what else, what else. My last 28 minutes or less is also with Hustle Boy. So, you know what I'm saying? So y'all can go check that out as well. That was episode 46, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, we working, man. We working. For sure, bro. For sure, man. So um, make sure y'all tune in to all the, all the content that we're giving y'all, man. Um, make sure that y'all subscribing to everything. Make sure that, you know what I'm saying, y'all leaving comments and everything else like that as well. To you know, what I'm saying, give us some sort of feedback, and that way we can gauge what we need to do better, what we uh, you know, what I'm saying, need to work on. And man, listen, just thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Um, with that being said, y'all already know how they said in Hollywood, it's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>